the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom, would you join me in prayer? Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King. We declare our love to you. We thank you, Father, for all the blessings you give us. This season of holy days was amazing, Lord. And now we go into the next season, and so we're blessed for that as well. Lord, we just ask in the name of Yeshua that you would anoint us each day so that we can better follow you and do your will and that it would be an exciting time as we worship you and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Well, last week we finished looking at Sukkot in the eighth day and Simchat Torah, rejoicing in the Torah. So we had a wonderful time last Sunday. Uh, It was the final day of Sukkot, the final day uh, the eighth day, and as I mentioned, the traditional holiday called Simchat Torah, rejoicing with the Torah. The weather was magnificent. The anointing was strong. The people were engaged in what the Lord was doing. We got to share with a number of people, and it was just a wonderful time. Um, I wish more of you would have come, <laughs> but I'm going to give you a chance at something else. Uh, you know, let me just mention that um, if you would like one of our rabbis to come and visit your church, speak on appointed times or uh, other subjects like Israel and so on, uh, please email me and we'll set it up. You can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or, of course, call Karen 813-831-5673. Also, Saturday evening, October 27th. All right, put it in your calendar. We will be having a special benefit dinner for an amazing ministry in Israel called One for Israel. If you would like to participate in this benefit, please call Karen 
at 813-831-5673. Now, you might ask, why do I think this ministry is so important? Why is it better than maybe other ministries? I think it's certainly one of the best, and, and this is the reason. One for Israel strives to share the good news of Yeshua the Messiah with both Israeli Jews and Israeli Arabs. And they do this in the Hebrew language. Their staff is comprised of both Jewish and Arab Israelis with the shared belief that true peace in the Middle East can only come if people know Yeshua as their Messiah. Their facilities are based in Netanya, Israel, and they have both a media center to broadcast the good news, the only messianic radio station in Israel called Radio Agape, and the only Hebrew-speaking Bible college in Israel and in the world. Their student body is about 60% Jewish, 30% Arab, and 10% international. Is that exciting? And though evangelism is their main purpose, they also do humanitarian aid to Holocaust survivors and others. But I'd love for you to check out their five-minute videos called I Met Messiah. There are about 83 of them in English by different uh, Messianic Jews And its purpose is in order for Jewish pre-believers to understand that it is Jewish to believe in Yeshua. They also have these videos in Hebrew as well. So, And there's much more about this group, but uh, I, I just think they're great. We want to get 400 people to this banquet. If you would like to attend, it's at the Hilton, the airport Hilton, And as I said, it's on the 27th of October, Saturday evening. Or if you'd like to help us get the word out or bring your church, would you please call Karen at 813-831-5673? Also remember to check out our website, uh, congregationally, shureshdavid.org. We love to have visitors come and bring your Jewish friends. Just come. <laughs> so let's get back to where we were last week. We were looking at personal spiritual revival and, and how these appointed times would be, could be used for our daily lives with the Lord. Another way to say it is God's appointed times are a pattern for our daily walk with the Lord. So number one, we reflect, meaning we get quiet before the Lord, that's Rosh Hashanah. And we recognize our sins, that's Rosh Hashanah. And repent of our sins, that's Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We're redeemed, we're reconciled, and we receive God's love and mercy. All of that is part of Yom Kippur and Sukkot which we just had, is rejoicing in the Lord, remembering the Lord, retelling about the Lord. And the results of all of this, if we do this personally, is we'll be renewed, refreshed, regenerated, restored. Our faith will become relevant. How's that for a lot of R's? (laughs) Well, 
last week, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, we talked about the first three, reflect and quiet introspection. Then we went to recognize our sins. And third, we talked about repentance or turning back to the Lord. But today, we'll pick up the next five of these R's. And so, after we repent, we are redeemed, which means our sins are forgiven. In Isaiah 43, 1, it says, But now, thus says Adonai, the one who created you, O Jacob, the one who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And, you know, what I'm saying about all of this is that if you put these R's, these nine R's in your life, in your, in maybe not every day in your prayer time, but, but certainly many days a week to reflect, to recognize, to repent, to know you're redeemed, to reconcile to God and man, to receive God's love, to rejoice in the Lord, remember the Lord, and retell about the Lord's love, this is going to change your life. I I really believe so. So we're talking about redeemed, and and another great scripture for redeemed is Romans 5.8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Messiah died for us. So, you know, so often we as people... We do not, we're not willing to go after the sinners, but Messiah died for us and, and took us as sinners and cleansed us because of our repentance and our coming to him. Luke 1, 68 says, Blessed be Adonai, God of Israel, for he has looked after his people and brought them redemption. So there it is. God wants each one of us to be redeemed. Now, I assume that most of my listening audience is redeemed, but many of their friends are not, right? So let us, you know, make sure we share. But but this is a very important thing to know in your heart and your mind that God has washed you clean. Because when he has washed you clean, The next thing happens, and that's number five. We are reconciled toward God and toward man. Do you realize, and I've said this a number of times, that reconciliation is the only ministry that all of us have been given (laughs) in Scripture? Let's look at it. I mean, what ministry do you know? Now, obviously, we are to love people and we're to tell people but but in terms of an actual ministry listen to this second corinthians 5:18 through 21 now all these things are from god who reconciled us to himself through messiah and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that is in messiah god was reconciling the world to himself not counting their trespasses against them. And he has entrusted the message of reconciliation to us. We are therefore ambassadors for the Messiah. 
as though God were making his appeal through us, we beg you on behalf of Messiah, be reconciled to God. He made the one who knew no sin to become a sin offering on our behalf so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. See, reconciliation, and I believe reconciliation through God and through Messiah, uh, and, and reconciliation includes men to men. In other words, the people in our lives, we need to be reconciled. And that brings the righteousness of God to us. Oh, how exciting is that? Is there somebody in your life that you need to reconcile with? Do this. This will you will just be assured that you have become the righteousness of God, as it speaks about in this scripture. So after we're reconciled, then we receive. What do we receive? Well, we know that God is filling us with love and mercy because we are close to him. We've reconciled. Psalm 86.5 says, For you, my Lord, are good and ready to forgive and full of mercy to all who call upon you. So call upon him and receive his love and his mercy. Hebrews 4.16 says, Therefore, let us draw near to the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace for help in time of need. Uh, so many times people just, they, they're, they're stuck in their history and their garbage and they're not able to receive because they don't think they're good enough. That is garbage from the pit of hell. Don't listen to it. God wants you to receive his love and mercy. Just come closer to him through reconciliation. Well, once you've received God's love and mercy, the next R, number seven, is to rejoice in the Lord. Isaiah 61.10, I love this one. I will rejoice greatly and not an eye. My soul will be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me in a robe of righteousness, like a bridegroom wearing a priestly turban, like a bride adorning herself with her jewels. Ah, rejoicing in the Lord. We must learn how to do this. And it needs to be a response to what God has done for us, and he has given us love and mercy. And so when you receive that, the next step is to rejoice. First Thessalonians 5.16, you're all familiar with this. Rejoice always. Pray constantly, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Messiah Yeshua. So is this God's will? Of course it is. It's plain. And as it says in Philippians 4, uh, verse 4, we are not just to rejoice, but we are to rejoice in the Lord. And that that's what allows us to rejoice, even when things around us seem like they're crumbling and, and people are yelling at each other like in politics or stuff like that, we can still rejoice because we're not rejoicing in people. We're rejoicing in the Lord. And God says that this is God's will for us. How clear does it have to be? We are actually disobeying God when we are not rejoicing. 
Ooh. Right? That's kind of tough, isn't it? Well, I just thought a little tough love this morning. <laughs> um, number eight. Our next R is remember. So often things are going good, and what do we do? We forget. We forget God. And so we need to remember God in the good times and the bad times. Isaiah 12, 4 says, In that day you will say, Give thanks to Adonai. Proclaim his name. Declare his works to the peoples so they remember his exalted name. Wow. What would happen if the people in Congress, instead of doing what they're currently doing, (laughs) they would proclaim God's name and declare his name to the peoples so that the people of our country would remember and exalt his name as well? Wow, that would change the narrative, wouldn't it? Deuteronomy 6.12, then watch yourself so that you... Do not forget Adonai, who brought you out from the land of Egypt, from the house of slavery. You see, God has so many scriptures about remember and don't forget because he knows us. (laughs) And we forget and we don't remember. 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 25, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you that the Lord Yeshua, on the night he was betrayed, took matzah, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in memory of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in memory of me. Because... He wants us to remember. He wants us to remember. Well, if you are in a constant state of remembering the Lord, the next and final R as to what should be part of your daily life is to retell about the Lord's love. Some people call it sharing your faith. But we must tell people about God. This is a requirement. In Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, said in all the synagogues all over the world, every week, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love Adonai your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These words which I'm commanding you today are to be in your heart. You are to teach them diligently to your children and speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. Bind them as a sign on your hand. They're to be for frontlets between your eyes and write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. In other words, all the time you should be teaching your kids all about this all about the Lord, all about his love, all about, I mean, this should be who we are. Psalm 96, 2 and 3 says it, Sing to Adonai, bless his name, proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. 
And of course, you're familiar with how it's said in Matthew 28, 18. And Yeshua came up to them and spoke to them, saying, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, immersing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Ruach HaKodesh, teaching them to observe all I have commanded you. So the ten the tenth R is what you receive. What you get from doing all these other things, the, the one through nine, you get renewed, refreshed, regenerated, restored, and your faith becomes relevant. Proverbs 3, 7 and 8. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear out an eye. Turn from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. Absolutely. In 2 Corinthians four sixteen. therefore we do not lose heart. Though our outward man is decaying, yet our inward man is renewed day by day. And that's what we need to do, renew ourselves day by day. Joel 2, 25 and 26 says, I shall restore to you the years that the locust, the swarming locust, the canker worm, and the caterpillar have eaten. My great army that I sent among you, you will surely eat and be satisfied and praise the name of Adonai your God who has dealt wondrously with you. Never again will my people be shamed. So this is the result of of doing this kind of thing daily that, that you need to be revived and renewed in the Lord and refreshed. Your quiet time should be an exciting time. You do have quiet times, right? In the morning, as you get up, before you do anything, you do meet with the Lord and read his word and speak to him and hear from his voice. I pray you do, because it is really required for all people who call themselves believers. Well, somehow we've gotten to the end of of this teaching already. But I I really believe if you do this, your life will be changed. You'll experience God's holy days, his appointed times every day of your life. Revival is when we get zeal for the Lord. Don't look at somebody else. Don't look at your congregation. Look at yourself. If you'd like to receive a summary of what my teaching was today and partially last week, then just call Karen. She'll email it to you, 813-831-5673. Please do, I, I could really use your help for this Saturday evening, October 27th. With the special benefit for one for Israel. Uh, we could use, I mean, to put 400 people in an auditorium, uh, is really not easy. And I could really use your help. If you'd like to participate in this benefit, call Karen, 813-831-5673. Hey, I told you why I think this ministry is amazing, because it's in Israel, it's Jewish people and Arab people who are believers sharing with Jews and Arabs. And their staff is partially Jewish, partially Arab. And so it's an amazing thing. They have a Messianic radio station. They have a Bible college. They have amazing videos. Go and look at these videos. 
I met Messiah. Okay? So help me do this. Please call Karen at 813-831-5673 or ask for me. We'll, we can talk about it. We Bring your church. I'd love to get your church involved in this event. So you can check out our congregational website, shoreshtheved.org. We want to have visitors. I pray that you'll visit. And I also pray that you'll grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Amen? Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.